Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by the copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Zero. And I'm Brando. And we want to welcome you to the Duality Fix podcast. Now, what the podcast is, is just clips from the show tied into it without the music filler that you see on Twitch. So without further ado, we're going to get right into this thing. Hey Amen. Let's go. That was what I like to call a race against time. I understand. <sighs> All right, everybody, it's time, it's time to play. It's time to play. Amen, amen. Welcome to the Duality Fix, and we are continuing Harry Potter. This sure is week up. number five. Yeah, yes, indeed. And if you guys notice in the camera, we actually had to upgrade our equipment. <laughs> yeah, it's work in progress, ladies and gentlemen. We are uh, trying to get you out the best show possible. Exactly. And once we get some sponsors, it's all like popcorn, as we used to say in the 90s. Right. See, the books, see, all the books weren't released in the 90s, but they all take place in the 90s. Right. This would be 1997 or 98, I think, as as far as the book's timeline is concerned. Let's see. And you guys probably hear in the background, we're, um... We're we're going we're playing the um the soundtrack a little bit. Yeah, this is uh from Nicholas Hooper. I'm not that very I'm not very familiar with his work, but I know he took over for the great John Williams, and I don't I I think he did a I think he did a good a pretty decent job. Uh yeah he did he did a really he did a really great job. So, I mean you following John Williams that alone should make you want to shit your pants like this is. This is the man who did Star Wars, man. I know, he did right? Superman. Yes, yes, yes. But you did tell me last week that you wanted to start out with a different, a different theme this week. So okay. I'm gonna go to play, I'm gonna go to play extensions. Kind of, okay. kind of a shift. Yeah. Let's see. Here we go. And you guys, we're opening with something a little bit different this time. This is Cult of Personality right here on your Duality Fix. Let's get ready. It's about to be fun.
right, if you will pull up that Copyright Act Zero, I will, I will do the honors this week. Sounds like a plan to me. All right, well, you're back on the Duality Fix with Zero and Brando. We're continuing our uh, coverage of the higher part of series, books and movies. But before we roll, how we going to roll? Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowances made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, content, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing non-profit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. And with that being said, it's time to begin. Welcome you guys to the fifth week in the Harry Potter series. One of my personal fa- favorites because this is the turn of time, basically. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Harry, get me to- a cheeseburger. That's an order. What? The bottom line is... (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. The bottom line is, as Harry gets older, more age, more problems. A lot of people like to say more money, more problems, but that's a different story for a different time. My man goes through some shit. That's just point blank bottom line. You can't... You know what I'm saying? And it's like the parallels to to the real world. With teenagers enter, uh, becoming 15. 15 wasn't no walk in the park for me. <laughs> think it was a park for and walk I don't think it was a walk in the park for anybody. No. You know what I'm saying? Far from it. Oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. Let's make sure. Yeah, I got it. Let's roll. Ooh. I'm going to say. I can't, say, I can't say enough about his support system. He, he has a great one, too. You know what I'm saying? These people, they hardly had, some of these folks hardly had anything to do with his parents. When you look up the canon and the backstory and stuff, but as we say in the hood, they were willing to cut for him. I hated him almost as much as I hated Umbridge. I know, right? Oh, what a pussy. Not the actor. The actor cool. You know what I'm saying? He just Here he comes Brian. Brian. I'm like, why he got all them names? <laughs> he been there. He been on him. It always seemed like he was a step ahead of those fuckers, man. Even when they felt like they were losing, he had a backup plan. That's what I love about the character. I love the performance. It's 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 the, it, it comes across as theater to me. Do you deny that you've seen Saint Patronus? No. Are you aware that you were forbidden to use magic outside school while under the age of seventeen? Yes. Witches and wizards. He wouldn't let the man get a get a single word. Exactly. He had made up his mind. That would have been another reason for me to be on some fuck shit with that dude. Don't call me boy. Don't do that, whether you're white or black. Don't call me that. Lord have mercy, don't call me that. 
Uh oh. Hush mouth, bitch. <laughs> oh, the, oh, I wish we could make. Sometime I wish we could remake these as hood, uh, with some American flavor in them. You know oh what I'm saying? God. But I'd rather do my own. I'd rather do my own thing. And that's gonna come. So, that's gonna come soon on Dwyer Fix. I've. Uh, I'm working on something. Everybody. It's gonna piss a lot of people off. I already know that and accept that. But I see people on these podcasts doing their own thing, reading their own literature or reading other people's literature. So why not re read excerpts from my new book? But continuing on with what we're doing. Man gets back to school and everybody just looks at him. And like, just on his dick every fucking year. Every year. It's something new. You know what it's I'm saying? It's something different. Look at it. Look at e e even if... Even if Voldemort wasn't a threat, they'd still be on this boy's dick. I didn't appreciate. I didn't appreciate uh -oh. that, man. So it became personal for me. Look at this mother. Look at this fucking twit. Let me see. Uh, because of you, the Daily Prophet can say a lot of things about Harry and about Dumbledore as well. Your mom believes them. Well, nobody was there tonight. Cedric died. Well, I guess you should read the Prophet then, like a stupid mother. Tell you everything you need to know. Don't you dare talk. See, I'd have battered that boy in the shit, man. I mean, like, look, man. You wasn't even there. Get him. Get him. You weren't even there. And look at this boy. Now that's a best friend. That's a brother there. He wasn't in he wasn't in that he wasn't in that damn graveyard either. He said anybody but, else? But he still he still finna cut for him like if my man say this the way it went down, that's the way it went down. Said, Why are y'all on his dick? He straight up said anybody else got a problem with it. What's up? <laughs> I mean, y'all acting like y'all acting like y'all all part of Slittering house house all of a sudden. What's up? He straight up said. Let's go to war. He straight up said. Anybody else got a problem with? And then they try to say, well, he was underdeveloped in the movies. The hell if he was. Nah, Not to me. Ron, Ron had a. They his character development throughout the movies and the books were just phenomenal. Yeah. So whoever said that, they can go and um. They can eat a dick. Pretty much. That's just what it is, man. I love Mad Eye. Mad I was that boy. He was the he was day version of Samuel Jackson. <laughs> he didn't take no shit off the motherfuckers. Man. All he all he was missing. Now y'all ain't about to do that to him, motherfuckers. Exactly. <laughs> I really wish they'd have fleshed that. I really wish they'd have gave him a kick-ass death scene. In the move, in the other movies, we gonna get to talk about that too. They just talked about it. You right. know what I'm saying? He was too much of a soldier not to have a meaning for deaths to see. You know what I'm saying? That's just a that's just a minor criticism. Man. If they ever did a crossover with these two, though, hmm. all I gotta say is this. Well, he would be an old man, but watching the timeline, he would be an old old man by the time Harry come around. You know them them pictures? They're set in the 30s or the 20s. I only saw the first one once, and I haven't seen the second one. Yet. The sec the second one was absolutely insane. I might have to, I might have just go ahead and bite the bullet, pay that little four dollars, and, and watch it. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. I'm trying. Let's see. You know, man. It, that was it was insane. It's insane though. Now the, the characters developed in this movie. Yeah, it's, so, it's another it's another level. Just like in high school, just like being a teenager, puberty, all of that. And it's a fictional setting. I recognize that these characters aren't real, and we're not trying to start a religion with them or none, nothing like that. But what he's going through is real, right? You know what I'm saying? The emotions, 
and and the pressure they put on. Let's have another ten year old. This one deserved it. Yeah. This one deserved. Fun fact of trivia. He's wearing a fat suit. Yeah. Moaning in your sleep every night. At least I'm not afraid of my pillow. <laughs> Don't kill Cedric. Who said you See, they so could not get away with that joke today. But, uh, the irony of this sale. As soon as he would have popped off with that, I would have fucked that up. The irony of this scene, it doesn't play out this way in the book. In the book, Harris starts fucking with him first. Y'all laughing. Y'all don't Y'all about to get fucked up. Y'all just, he's like, wait, he's like, wait a minute, that ain't me. He's sitting up here looking like, hold up. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing, I'm not doing anything. Like in that movie, Don't Be a Mitch. Hey man, you fucked up. You know you fucked up. First time I watched this, I might well admit it was on bootleg. I was in New Orleans and I couldn't, and it wasn't like I could get to the theater like that. And I was just amazed. I hadn't been that excited for a Harry Potter movie since the third. I was just amazed at the stuff they did. They like it, like they took everything in a new direction, and I I loved it. I related to the characters, the performances. It just it played. And later on, when I finally read the book, I was disappointed that uh, there were quite. A, Few things left left out, and we're gonna discuss them too. Nah, let's see. We didn't get to play this. We didn't get to play this one for the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, oh time I when he uh throw up the slugs. Now when he got the howler. Oh yeah, yeah, and his mama went off on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his mama clowned. Yeah, man, because she loved him so much. Her greatest fear was all of them dying, including Harry. Yep. That's a scene I wish they had left in. I'm glad you brought that up. That was a scene that they had in the book. You know the thing that they were practicing with? The bogan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There was one in that in Sirius and them house. See, it's another aspect of the book that they didn't, they didn't touch on in the movie. They had to actually go in there and clean that house up because Siri, obviously Sirius hadn't been in there years. Right. So it was filthy. And it just happened to be a boggard living in there. And so the thing got out and it got to her and turned into her worst fear. She saw every last one of her children dead plus half. You know what I'm saying? I wish they had left that in there to just, you know, they tap more into that emotional core. They probably got it as a deleted scene. No, nah, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. I, I would have found it by now. Nah, come on now. Yeah. But, That's why a lot of people say if they reboot it, it should be a TV series so they could cover every aspect of the book. But simply regurgitating the same story again, that don't, that don't serve the franchise. Right. I, I feel like you should do something different. Right. But like I said, man, it, it, that book, and it is the longest book. And it was a game changer. But did you know, a lot of people didn't like that book when it first came out. They, 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 uh, they've gone on record and saying it was too depressed. Oh, I, I, oh, I loved it. I know I did. Again, it was a, it was a turn, it was turn, turning time for them. Exactly. Let me read y'all an excerpt from this great book that I've been using throughout our studies on this, on this, uh, by the great, by, well, I consider him great. His name is John Granger. He's a, uh, 
he's a philosopher and scholar, and he's been he's also a conservative Christian, and he's been breaking down these books and lecturing and writing about them for years. Cause he was he didn't let him kid his kids read them at first either. This is you know he had formed opinion, but when he sat down and read them and studied them and understood what the woman was trying to do, he started you know what I'm saying reading about it. This is a uh, Go for it. This is his chapter on the Order of the Phoenix, and he's breaking it down why the book made folks so uncomfortable. Okay. Why does this, uh, and I quote from John Granger, I do not own the rights to this book. It's called Looking for God and Harry Potter by John Granger. These are not my words. I quote. There you go. Why does this put readers off? Because in living through the Negrito with Harry, as closely as we all identify with him, we are stripped down ourselves. The Negrito, I'll break that down. That's like, basically, long story short, that's a, one of the darkest periods of your, of your life when you're really just going through it and finding out who you are. You know what I'm saying? Back to my quotes, though. With Harry, we are reduced to our fundamental decision in life. Do I live a life of love for the new man and for the Christ in me, or do I appease the old man and live with death until my biological death seals my choice? This is, the, this is a decision few readers are delighted to be confronted with in, my circum, in, in any circumstance, and certainly not when reading a diversionary, supposedly children's novel. The characters in the series were growing up, and that was hard for people to handle. We used to, uh, okay, Harry got a challenge, he's finna go through it, but in the novel, Harry is angry, he's short with people, he uh he's growing, but it's it, it's a it, you know how they talk about it was a TV show, but in real life, growing pains. Right. These are growing pains for this young young man. He going through it. I mean, you have to deal with this bitch of an administrator. Oh, we finna get to her in a little while. <laughs> uh, his mentor is really not talking to him that much. He can't be with his godfather. His friends, uh, his friends are still cutting for him. They're still there for him, but they, you know what I'm saying, they've been, they been told by the mentor to keep stuff from him. All because nobody would tell him, like, look, dude can look into your mind. If we discuss what we're doing and he sees it, we're all fucked. I think, he, I think the boy could have handled it. I don't feel like they should have kept these things from him. And it's just going, and, that, and these are just storyline choices because... If everything's hunky dory and they can just like turn on the light switch and beat Voldemort, you have no story. You need a, you need a. If it's an antagonistic protagonist relationship, you need it has to be conflict or the story falls flat. My personal opinion is that she outdid herself with the, with this one because the characters are are really going through it. They are going through. It. Messed up. I done forgot a password, and I'm about to go in and reset it. Ugh. But yeah, the kid, again, book, book five was just a dark turning point in his life. Yeah. Why do I hear an echo? I know. Give me. Oh, wait a minute. That's what. Whoop. That's why I hear an echo. Oh, okay. I had it. I had my um, effects turned on on the soundboard. Whoop. Okay. Sorry, folks. But yeah. it is what it is. We all right. Book five, the order of the things was the turning point. He, it was it was just dark, especially whenever he's dealing with emotions and feelings that a normal fifteen year old doesn't deal with. 
Exactly. He both his parents were gone at a young age. He was get thrown into someone else's household that did not like him whatsoever. Did not want, want him. Over some horse him. shit that happened 20 years ago before this boy was even born. Exactly. And and now that we know the whole story, the crux of it, she, she was mad. She, his auntie was mad. She didn't get a letter. You don't have the ability. Your sister got it. You don't have it. Deal with it. Exactly. It's stuff my brothers and sisters can do that I can't do. I'm not fucked up about that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm making it a little bit more personal than you, but you know, these, yeah, I, I understand where she's coming from when she's writing these books. I'm uh, getting into these characters' head. That's how you make a character like a Luke Skywalker, a Batman, a Superman, an Iron Man. You have to make them go through shit. It ain't enough for Superman to just show up and save the day. And on another note, uh, bring Henry Cavill back to the uh, DCU. I think how you're doing him is bullshit. And I know I'm going off on a tangent, but as dedicated as this man has been to this role and he brought a new spin on it, he did not copy Christopher Reeve in any shape, form, or fashion. He brought something new to the table and y'all shitting on him. I don't appreciate that. And I think if Christopher Reeve was alive today, he would shake Henry Cavill's hand. Good job. That's a tangent I went off on, y'all. I'm sorry, but like I said, this is the Wild Fix. We'll have a subject, but we'll meander off into other subjects, too, because this this is a passion. And like I said, uh, this, is the, this is the first picture for David Yates. This is the first picture he directed in the franchise. And I, think, and I personally believe he knocked it out of the park, even though we didn't have, uh, back in the day, uh, on our cable system, we didn't have a BBC, so I wasn't. I was the type to study credits and study directors. Right. My first love was Ivan Reitman and Tim Burton. That's another story for another time. But the thing about it is, he knocked it out of the park, and I wish I could have seen some of his work. I wish I could see some of his work that he did before he got involved with this fran franchise. Even though I personally wouldn't mind it if Alfonso Cuarón had came back. You know what I'm saying I was I, I would be very curious to see what he would have done with this particular set of material, as good as he was. And another plug for him: check for all y'all haven't checked out Children of Men. Watch that shit. It's dope. It's dope. It's 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 the kind of science fiction that makes you think. Again, going off on another tangent. With that being said, we go go to take a quick break here. All man, right, man, oh man, oh man. I'm gonna go ahead and play this real quick. This is the Hall of Prophecy by Nicholas Hopper. Hooper. 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 Yeah. yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to butcher your name. <laughs> it's all good. But this is the duality fix on Twitch.
time to get back into it. Whoops. Amen, amen. I didn't mean to do that. Sorry, folks. Let's see. Let me turn it down real quick. Welcome back to the Duality Fix here on Twitch. I'm Zero. And I'm Brando. Let's see here. Give me one second. I'm pulling it up right now. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Next scene is already pulled up. Okay. He, one thing about Dumbledore. He, he got, don't play. And he got style. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Now, the interesting thing, just another change they made from the book. In the book, dude is flabbergasted that Dumbledore is confessing to all this shit. He don't know how to handle it. Right. Uh, he was then, then it goes to play out just like the book. They're like, okay, go ahead, arrest him. You're going to arrest the baddest, the coldest of all time? How the fuck, man? <laughs> don't you know who that is? That's Dumbledore, bitch. See, I couldn't have wrote these stories, man. They've been very X-rated. You know what I'm saying? It's been a lot of cuss. Take him. There he goes. Ah. Oh, bitch. You can't operate out of Hogwarts. Well, when you had the privilege of being me, it's a lot of things you can do. You fucking pussy. You may not like the minister, but you can't deny Dumbledore's got to style. He's got, I like that brother <laughs> there, man. He was cutting, he was cutting his ass off of there, man. Man. He said, you may not like him, minister. Dumbledore's got style. <laughs> I like that smooth Bahama shit, man. That, that, I, w I wish we could see, could have seen more of him. Right? That's why I say if they were to do a TV series, and take her information from Pottermore and do everybody's backstory. You know what I'm saying? I, I I think that I think that would work out. We all love Harry, but she's such a good writer. We care about all the characters, right? This right here. This is maturity too. He's grown. He's the one teaching now, right? And let me tell you another piece of trivia you probably didn't know. See how he's dressed. He specifically told the wardrobe department that he wanted his clothes to look similar to Lupin's clothes from the third movie. Because Lupin, you know, had such a big effect on him. Right. And David Thewlis and the rest of them uh -oh. appreciated that. Look at, look at, look at Ron. Of course, Ron yeah. had the rabbit. <laughs> That's look, what's up. Look at her personality, though. Exactly. She's happy all the time. You, you know, even when shit going south, She's still her same calm self. Right. And I love about You know that girl, Ivana Lynch, who played Luna? She beat out 19,000 girls for that role. 19,000. Hell of a job is what what I can say. Let me pull this up on the trivia to make sure I'm right. Now, I don't want to lead y'all wrong. You know, we ain't telling y'all nothing y'all don't already know. We just giving our perspective on things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because these, these books, these movies are going to last the test of time. We're not, obviously, we're not the first to talk about them, and we're certainly not going to be the last. There you go. Man, they can still, they can still hear me talking, even though I'm turned around like this. Okay. Look, man, I like, okay, boy. Oh, yeah. That's the power of modern equipment, baby. We coming up. I'm very excited. Let's see. Guys, the reason why I got my back turned to you right now is because I'm actually looking up, a, looking up a password at the moment. And it's about to drive me nuts. It's actually to our TikTok account. I get the feeling that somebody got into it and changed the password without me knowing. Because I said our password to the same thing. 
Yeah, it happens, man. As long as they ain't spent no money or try to set you up on some fuck shit. Oh, they can't they can't spend no money on this because they ain't no um okay, ain't no credit card tied to this, baby. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, my correction. I'm looking at the uh, trivia for the film. Ivana Lynch, she beat out 15,000. 15,000 girls for this role. And that's still good. And then another bit of trivia for, for some of y'all that is some of y'all that didn't know, she wrote J.K. Rowling a personal letter herself well, well requesting the role. Well done, Neville. I always thought they were going to get together. So did I. No, but in the books, both of them married two different people. Right. This is so awesome. It felt like... This really felt like a superhero movie. Two, two sets of uh, two sets of strong characters fighting each other. Now, now the biggest difference from the books for these scenes in the books, I personally feel they got their ass handed to them. But Look with the movie, oh, she was that girl. She was that girl. Her and Hermione, her and Hermione were strong. She was sweet like her daddy, but fierce like her mom. She, she definitely was her. In the books and on the film, everybody like to say, like, well, we didn't see enough of Jenny, and Jenny wasn't really developing the movie. I feel yes, like she was. Oh, yeah, she was. You know what I'm saying? As far as the movies are concerned, she was, she was that, she, like we like to say in our community, Jenny was that girl. <laughs> Let's see. I, I got to figure this out because TikTok is not logged in like it's supposed to be. You're trying to pass word. No, not yet. Not yet. I'm going. I'm going to. Cause this is about to drive me up a flipping wall. I done lost access to my damn account. Alrighty. All right, guys. This is toward. It's getting close to the end of the show, so we got to introduce somebody that we all hate. Exactly. Hate. <laughs> I mean. And I'm gonna. I'm going to open up with this scene right here, cause this is. This is when we knew that we. We hate this bitch. Now she's a she's a terrific actor. She's a test. It's a testament to her ability. Yes. That we wanted to strangle the shit out of her. Oh my! I put her up there with Darth Vader, Palpatine, Palpatine. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, Denzel Washington, Training Day. Hell, I even put her up against Ray Fiennes as Voldemort for the great villain performances. It's like. J.K. Rowling saw Cuckoo's Nest and and turned the volume up on uh, Nurse Ratchet to a thousand. This bitch made you want to strangle her. And I found out some trivia that she had put on Pottermore. She's a half-blood, too. She's not pure blood. For all her fucking talk in the book and the movie about pure blood, she's one, too. Just like Voldemort and just like Harry. Half-blood. Like, bitch... Do you know, bitch? You just like me. What? What's your deal? What is your deal? And come to find out, let me see. Let me get it right. She, man, she. Her mother was a muggle, and then her daddy was a wizard, but he was just a janitor at the Department of Ministry. And she felt some type of way because her daddy didn't try to ascend or get a better position. Then she had. Then they had a little baby. Was just the same as Filch. She was a squill. So she was in her feelings. She was in her fucking feelings about. It. Right. 
and her daddy was too. So the family separated. She never saw her mother and her brother again. And because she had that in her heart, she wasn't fucked up about it. <laughs> and it was an amazing performance. I feel to this day, thank you. I feel to this day, Miss Stun should have gotten at least an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Female Actress. That's how I feel about it, because it, it, it was a great performance. But the one thing that boggles my mind, but, but this is not criticizing JK in any kind of shape or form, like, as strong as her views were, why she never joined Voldemort? I don't know. The boy who lies. Fudge, all is well. Knowing he was, he was on that shit. He ain't on that bullshit. And the thing about it was, until until Voldemort got reanimated, the Order of Phoenix had been largely inactive for years. You know, they first formed uh, during Harry's parents' heyday and every, with everybody else. And they like, we got to fight this dude. He on some trip shit. But the thing about it that I love about it, about it so much is that they they just they they believed in it. They want. They didn't want him. They didn't want him to suffer. Right. I feel so sorry for Sirius. What that man had to go through. You know what I'm saying? And he was only trying to do the right thing. He was a little. I'll admit, in the books and on the movies, uh, he's he's a bit overzealous. You know, because they said so. They were saying that you know. Him and Harry, and it was right here on Spark Notes when I did my little research today. They're like him and Harry, they appreciate what Dumbledore was doing, but they felt like they was handcuffed by him, and I understand that. And I was like, see, I probably see it's a it's a good thing I didn't write the stories, or I was a part of that universe because I've been rational, rational, impulsive. I would have went looking for that bald headed motherfucker, and she, and like, oh, you want to go? Let's go. Oh, you want to take over? You a bad motherfucker. Let me show you what bad is. I'd have took the fight to them, man. It would have been open war. They, they, that's the, I guess that's the reason why they they haven't made an American version of this yet. Hmm. Because it it won't take one movie for us to. Um, I know, right? To kill to kill to kill this dude. Uh oh. And these are children. These are children simply having having fun before class. Watch this fuck shit. Watch it. Whoosh. The fuck? Good morning, Bitch. I'd have done some time with my teacher, man. I'd have had to bat her and her shit. Bitch, we'll go Ike Turner in this motherfucker on you, man. What is your deal? And the way they explained it, from when I was looking uh looking on the uh looking on YouTube at the videos here, I'm finna give a plug out. Movie Flame and Harry Potter folklore. Check those boys out. They break down every movie, every book, every character, and they do a hell of a job. I can't get enough of the videos. Again, uh, the channels are Movie Flame and Harry Potter folklore. Check them boy, them guys out. They know what they talking about. 
And the way they put it from what I studied earlier today, she always felt like folks wasn't giving her her props. And yes, she was a slitherer. But again, I say, why she didn't just uh, join Voldemort? Maybe on some level she was too chicken shit to kill. Cause as much, cause let's think about it. As much fuck shit as she done, she didn't kill nobody. He just telling it how it is, man. Everybody already, he didn't already focus, dude. Exactly. And you, I saw my good friend die. My parents was killed by this motherfucker. And you gonna look me in my face and tell me he not back? Oh, she had life oh, fucked her, up. Oh, Hermione was pissed. I know. Now, when we talk about fan, and it just popped in my head. When we talk about fan fiction and alternate uh, universes, I would love, I would love, love for the story to be written where she joined, she really did join up with Voldemort and them, and she was there at that last battle, and Hermione had to get in her shit. That would have been awesome. What? Where man, where was uh, McGonagall when all this was going down? Oh was yeah, McGonagall? McGonagall. I'm glad you brought that up. I wanted to talk about McGonagall, how strong she was in the book. She would have and in all uh, the movie. She would have whooped this woman. I feel ass. like in uh, I feel like in some part of the backstory, even though they didn't, it hasn't. J.K. didn't make it official. Her McGonagall was in school at the same time, and they had like a rivalry, rivalry like uh, Harry and uh, Draco had. Right. And I have to say on another note about McGonagall, she reminded me of someone. She's she reminded me of a teacher I met in my fifth year. My tenth when I turned fifteen. Look at this. Yeah, no. Nobody nobody can see him. But, but people who have seen a death. That's that's what it is about. Everybody like, what you talking about, man? See, none of them had seen nobody die before. He saw his parents die, plus he saw Cedric die, so he could see them. Luna could see them. Yeah, she saw, I, I want to say it yeah, was she, her grandmother who died. Yeah, she, I could see them. Oh, she was just so great. The right casting, the right kind of character. But I will say this, one change they made. In the books, she's a little bit mean. Yes. She wasn't, mean, she wasn't mean to the point of going off on people, but she put motherfuckers in their place. I appreciate that, and I appreciate look at that. Her, act. Look at her mind. Her mind. She, oh, like, she's Luna. Luna. She's not crazy. No. And she breaks stuff. She she can break stuff down too. I dare say she she she's uh, her mind is equal. She's just on a different wavelength. It's, I love that character. It's it's funny how everybody everybody sitting there they're so nervous about it. I'm like, why y'all nervous about this girl? What's what's going on? People feel what they don't understand, <laughs> but by hiring them, the nature of their character, they never come. They they embraced her even though they didn't understand. Luna Luna was the was the Lu, girl. Luna was that girl, and she she went to bat for all of them. Yeah. I know they always talk about uh, Hermione and Jenny's, Jenny's uh, relationship, but I wouldn't mind if Hermione had been all uh, uh, got close with uh, close with Luna. 
I keep talking about these alternate storylines and shit. I don't want anybody to get the impression that I want to rewrite these movies or uh, redo them, reboot them, re reimagine them in any type of way. Because these books and these movies are great the way they are. It was a hell of a story. That right there was just fucking senseless. Yeah, man. I hated seeing my boy go out like that. Me too. Man. So weak. So fucked. Look at me. <laughs> trying to possess him and get him to do stuff. The way the book explained it, he he was constantly thinking about serious. The funny thing, the funny thing I love how they panned the camera on her mind. And it still made you think that that relationship could have happened. Like, look, shit, look. And with this, the way they interpreted it was, it was his love for everybody that drove this motherfucker out of his mind. Yep. See, the biggest thing about this character, Voldemort, Tom Riddle, whatever, Dark Lord, whatever you want to call him, he could, it was just not in him to properly love anybody because he was conceived under a love poster. And that also points back to another movie I used to watch. Had nothing to do with these pictures at all. It's called Gattaca. And the main character said, Dumb, Dumbledore was, can see him. Yeah. A child conceived in love has a better chance of survival. That's a paraphrase, but that's basically what I'm Tom Riddle wasn't conceived under love. His mama was a witch, and she slipped, she slipped his daddy a love potion. And that's how he was conceived. You're a fool, Harry Potter. And you would lose everything. Not enough credit is given to Ray Fiennes. He plays a great villain. I've been... Watching him, I feel he's another one that I feel like I grew up with. Man. He he played the villain that you love to hate. Exactly. Cause he just didn't care about anything but power. Going so far to split his damn soul. Exactly. I wouldn't want to do that even if that existed, man. watch this one I want to read another quote out of this book the thing is in, the, in this scene right here he could actually feel what was going on with all yeah the I know he felt it because he himself was a whole pro see once you get the whole story you watch these moves in a different light why did this happen why did that happen And they were tightly plotted books. 
She started writing them in 1990 and got published in 97. So she had the story worked out well in advance. All it was to sit out, sit down and write out each book. He's purposely ignoring him. Thinking it would protect him and it didn't do anything. Nope. That's a character flow over. A lot of times these mentor characters are built up. My boy! Now, I fought Dumbledore again. You know this nigga was in this boy's mind. Y'all should have been on that shit as soon as he touched down. Fourth or fifth year. Don't wait till some bullshit happen. Oh, what are we gonna do? He should have been in Snipes' office learning that shit as soon as he touched down. You should have brought him in. Look, we know the Dark Lord is in your mind because of everything that's that's been going on. Right. I know you don't like Snipe, but you gotta learn from him. Cause that's how Snipe, that's how uh, Voldemort never knew that Snipe was moving against him. He was able to keep him out of his mind. Matter, man, it's some great fucking uh, storytelling, man. That's why I wish they were kind of like she was kind of like Marvel with it. She'd expand the universe. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let's uh, let's find out what's happening in this universe. Find out what's happening on different continents. Let us see the Australian school. I want to see the Brazilian school. I want to. Uh, I especially want to see the uh, African schools and the uh, Oriental schools. <laughs> I'd expand the hell out of them. Hell, I'd even do a little spinoff on Durmstrang, uh, Victor Crumb School. Look at Hagrid in the background. I know, right? Tall as motherfucker there. I know, right? And the actress who plays his mom looks just like J.K. <laughs> Ooh, that's weird. Because J.K. used to wear a hair red. Right. Anyway. That's so weird. <laughs> Man, it's... It's closing time. Rando, you got anything to close us out on? I can't say enough good things about this uh, film and this book and this series in general because it's like, it was personal for me from the first movie. It really was. And like I said, McGonagall reminds me of the greatest teacher that East Carroll Parish ever had. I know that's personal, but it's just how I feel about it. Oh, well, yeah, you're fixing your character. Why are you comparing? You don't know. You really don't know. 
every character in this series, she's based on somebody she's she had encountered. Every character. And in a, and it's weird because in a reverse Voldemort situation, she split her own personality into Harry and Hermione. You know. And to see him growing as a character, not so much a hero flying through the air, oh, I've got to save everybody, or nothing like that. It's just, <laughs> man, I run out of words. I really do. I really enjoy. I really enjoyed this this movie. It's my second favorite after all, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. I can't say enough good things about it. I mean, they knocked it out of the park. And I wish the movie and the book had got more credit than they than they did. I really do. With that being said, you guys, I want I want to take this moment out and say I'm pretty proud of what we've been doing here. And the reason why I say I'm proud of what we've been doing, I'm proud too, is that the the other day I'm sitting at work and I'm telling people about the podcast and how how we're growing we're growing. And just so happens that one of my co-workers goes and Googles duality fix on their computer. Now, keep in mind that we don't pay for advertisement through Google at all. But you go and search duality fix in Google, we pop up not in the, only the first slot, but the second, the third, and the fourth slots. So, I can honestly say that is a feat that we have hurled over. That sure we has. have... That we have a conference. I'm eternally grateful. I really am. Man. I don't jump and shout and all of that, but I'm eternally grateful. Man. I need uh, I need this. Man. I, I really and truly do. We both do. But Brando, I can honestly say that we... Duality Fix will be great, whether it be now or later. I'm. We're not looking to just jump into it and be okay. We're not looking to jump into it and get millions of viewers or millions of followers. It takes nine months to conceive a child. Exactly. Well, to, for a child to be born. Exactly. Seconds to conceive, months to be born. Exactly. This is our baby. And we go we go birth this baby right. Amen. Absolutely. With that being said, you guys, I'm gonna read I'm gonna go ahead and read this one out one more time before we close out so that the naysayers don't come back and um get on to us. The copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976 states that allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing, nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in fair, in favor of fair use. I'm Zero. I'm Brando. And we will see you guys next week, 7 p.m. every Sunday, right here on the Duality Fix, Fix on Twitch. All right. Hey, guys. We really do appreciate you guys listening in. We also appreciate you guys watching us on Twitch for the past couple of weeks. Now, with that being said, we do have a Patreon set up. That way you can go and donate. That way we can give you more of the things that you guys like, such as music, and also we're tying in skits as well. 
So the Patreon link is in the description of this episode and will be posted on our page as well. Go check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch.